praise God. Actually, He is a miracle, miracle working, working God. You know, there is, uh, if we are to say what He has done for each and every one of us, I don't, I, I, I don't think the whole uh, uh, life is enough. It is so wonderful, a God that we are serving. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, let, let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Father, let the word come as fire as you wish. And Father, let us purge wherever it needs cleaning. And Father, let it be like a hammer. Let it break the rocks. And Father, let it go, penetrate in, in, inside so that, Father, it will be fruitful for each and every one. In Jesus' name we pray. We, we, we have got only very little time now. Uh, the purpose, I'm just going ahead, uh, uh, ahead with the with a, uh, 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 main heading, who can understand his errors? This is actually, I started off with, uh, uh, it, it's a continuous thing God had been putting in my mind. And, uh, you know, in the last uh, victory night, uh, it, it was again about sin, about uh, again, now we are, now again we are, this as, as part one I'm, it, I'm, I'm taking. The purpose of creation of man for God was to dwell with him. And the second uh, reason was that God's wish was to keep him holy and blameless so that he could dwell at any point of time. And uh, uh, actually, God wanted to create another heaven in this, in this, in this earth. But uh, the devil torpedoed his plan with the help of man. Now, God doesn't leave man. He went to, again, he went to Garden of Eden and he, he was shouting, where are you? Then again, we see throughout the scriptures that God had been following, following man though man was going away, showed his back on him. Uh, uh, he finally, he achieved his purpose by, uh, by giving his only begotten son uh, in Calvary for us so that we, we will have a role model so that we can look at him and we can follow him. Uh, for, uh, for our holy living, God has given us the word He's given us the grace. He's given us the Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit also. When we look back to God, when we, when we look at him, immediately the grace abounds, abounds on us. When the grace comes on us, automatically God is pouring. Pouring. We, we, we read that Ephesians in, in Ephesians 1.7, that he pours the wisdom and prudence upon us. And... Uh, uh, the, then when we read Colossians also, we understand that in the wisdom and knowledge, the will of God is seen. The will of God is seen in the godly wisdom and knowledge. Uh, that will help us to walk. That, that is in Colossians. Kindly change, change, change it to Colossians, please. Uh, that you might walk worthy of the Lord, all pleasing and fruitful for, for walking fruitful in every good work, you need the will of, will, of, will of God. And that will of God is given as wisdom and knowledge. And wisdom and knowledge is given to you when he 
bounds his grace upon you so this is this is how god planned uh, planned uh, uh, planned for men now uh, when we have this when we have this knowledge and wisdom we understand four 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 things one is what is sin second is what are the devices uh, what are the devices uh, and what are the deceitness of sin and what is the will of god sister can you change yeah just if you can just follow follow up now uh, yeah what is sin and what are the devices of sin and what are the deceitness of sin and what is the will of god it gives you clear picture of a holy living it gives you a clear picture now the holy spirit also helps us to show at every point what is the will of god how you need to go which way you have to select what uh, how you need to respond to a particular situation having given all this god has given us a free will a free will to choose the right or bad the the the, the good or the bad and now uh, when he gave the freedom to choose between good and bad he very clearly he made it very clear in revelation chapter 22:11 he it 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 says that is uh, he that is unjust let him be unjust towards the end the 12th verse says behold i come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be so from this verse it's very very evident that god has given a free will because god says that he will give his reward according to every man according to the according to his work so it is if it is not a free will he cannot give he cannot give a reward if it is always he is pushing on his will and he if he is controlling us he cannot say that so it is very very clear that he is given a free will for you to choose between good and good and good and bad now uh, i just want to uh, take the theme of uh, the uh, great alex alexander the great you know in the last words uh, well, we'll we'll just uh, uh, go towards the last uh, the last words of him and he conquered everything everything was with him riches power everything was with him but uh, at the end almost at the time of his death he knew that he was going to die and just see what uh, what he said uh, there were so many doctors to take care of him he says that they are powerless and cannot save a person from the clutches of death so let not people take life for granted uh the great alexander lived before christ so in 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 his verse he says that the uh, uh clutches of death but for us for us god jesus came to the earth for us to have an overcoming life over death over sin over death so death is no more a fear for us if we are abiding in in god death is no more a fear the second wish of was him was he is had lot of riches 
that he he just said uh, where uh, he's, he he said to people that even a fraction of gold will come with. Uh, he said to put all the riches on the path of the grave graveyard to make people understand that it's a sheer waste of time to chase wealth. All the precious stones and everything that he said put it on the graveyard so that people would see. And the third one is that he, uh, his wish was to keep his hands out of his coffin just uh, uh, to show that he came with nothing and he's going with nothing. It is, uh, it, is, uh, it is very good to know from a king who was on his power, he was conquered almost many parts of the country, of, of the world. And this uh, king is saying that. No one understands that the life is short or it is a testing place. Every, 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 everyone thinks that I am going to be here for not for today, for eternity. And we always plan. We never think about, in a day, we don't think about our, our life. We chase wealth, wealth like that. For whom? Who will, who, will, who will have it? Maybe the next generation or the next generation. We don't know who is the next, next generation itself. Or if it is two generations after, we don't know. But we are accumulating wealth to that level that we don't know for whom. Some people are ready to go to jail uh, for ac accumulating wealth. You know, very recently, Jayalalitha died. He, she accumulated so much of wealth. And now, she we don't know who all are having, having, having her wealth. So it is, you know, when we, are, when we are in this world, we are supposed, a man of wisdom, godly wisdom, we have to always acknowledge our Lord in all our ways. A newly, uh, newly born child is a sinless child. When, he, when, when it grows to the five, for, for five years, and then it grows to the next ten years, it grows, you see sin coming into him. Sin is very subtle. Very subtle. It, is, uh, it, is, it enters into, bank, uh, into man as an invisible, it is invisible. It just enters into man. It is so subtle. And uh, there is not even a single person who is not under the grip of sin. Everybody is under the grip of, grip of uh, sin. Uh, the sin enters, normally what happens is it is like AIDS. AIDS comes and uh, destroys your immunity. The same way, the sin comes and gets a control over your spirit. Once your spirit is under his control, under his dominion, then he can work at any levels, whether it is with eyes, whether it is with ears, whether it is with words, whether it is with your uh, vision, whether it is with your imagination, whether it is with your wisdom, whether anything, any scenario you take, there the sin can have dominion. So this is what sin is doing. The sin uh, comes into 
our acts, vision, and even in our walk. Now, uh, government is trying, every, uh, every, the court is trying, the police is trying to stop this sin. They bring up a lot of uh, laws and amend amendments, but it is not possible. It is not possible for, that, for them to... Uh, even in our uh, church, in, 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 our, in our church, to take a small instance, when, uh, when uh, see, suppose we have, a, we, we have three, uh, we, we have cell meeting. When we uh, ask our brethren to come, you know, many, many times, they give importance for many other things. This is very, very sad that we know God and we give importance for, for other things. It is by compulsion that most, 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 most of us come uh, for the third uh, uh, cell meeting. It should be like as today, as, uh, as it, it was a pastor uh, and encouraged us, when we come to know that we are going to the house of the Lord, we should be glad. But it is different. Now, everywhere the sin is uh, coming into action. Uh, Nehemiah 8.10 says, B, for the Lord, the, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, rejoice in, in, in His presence is always a joy. Uh, then sin comes into all devices. All devices. Mobiles, TV, the internet, everywhere, the sin is available. So they are providing everything that you want to see, which is sinful. And the sin is working in your mind. It controls your mind. And so here negative is there, and here positive is there. And uh, when you want to look at a good thing in the computer, you immediately you see something and you are drawn away. It is, it, that is the kind of power that sin has got on the flesh. So unless we are with God, we acknowledge God in our daily life, we cannot have an overcoming life in this world. Our time is short, very, very short. Even here it is short, our time is very, very short. So uh, the prophet says, Isaiah 59.2 says, But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face, uh, hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Uh, so it, here it's, it, it says that it is the sin, it is the iniquity and sin that that separates you and God. So, uh, uh, so what, we what we understand is there is sin and there is iniquity. Uh, let us uh, go further, uh, further uh, just, just, just to know what is more into... Uh, uh, let's uh, see the difference between sin and iniquity. When we closely look into the definition which is given in, in the Bible, 1 John 3, 4 says, Whosoever commit sin, transgress 
also the law. And sin is the transgression of law. So the second part is the definition of sin. It says that, for sin is the transgression of law. Uh, another, there could be many, uh, many other, but this is plainly from the word of God. Uh, they, then when we look into the iniquity part, the meaning of it, 1 John 5, 17 says, all unrighteousness is sin. All unrighteousness, it has not left anything. All unrighteousness uh, is sin. That suppose we opt anything, anything for God, that is unrighteousness. The examples of iniquity, I just wanted to show you some examples. It is one, the first one I would take is John 13, 2. By the supper time, the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. There itself, the devil had put in the heart to betray Jesus. The temptation is forming into an iniquity. And John 13, 27 says, After he had taken the piece of bread, Satan entered him, and Jesus told him, Do quickly what you are going to do. See, here what we understand is, Jesus is the one who is giving bread. Breaking bread and giving. Immediately, what happens Immediately what happens? The Satan enters into his heart. Then, the, another verse I want to look at is Luke 24, 30. While he was at the table with them, he took the bread, blessed it, broke it into pieces, and gave it to them. The next verse says, Then their eyes were opened, and they knew who he was. It was Jesus. Jesus, who again broke the bread and gave it to the disciples. And what happened? Their eyes were hope opened. In both the scenarios, the same thing what happened was it was Jesus who gave. Jesus who gave and the, sin and the Satan entered. Jesus who gave and their eyes were opened. So what is the problem? The problem is with who is taking the, the attitude of the person who is taking it. The attitude of the person in Judas Iscariot was different to the person whom they were waiting for Jesus Christ. So it is the attitude. That is the reason here always from the pulpit, pastor, pa pastor says that you should not, if you have any unforgiven sin, do not come and have the Lord's Supper. If you are not knowing what you are doing, pray unto God and see what is the mistake. So without having this, uh, you should not come and have the supper. This is the conscience that it matters. Another one, one more uh, uh, you can go and read. In 1 Corinthians, an example. These are all uh, iniquities. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 13.1, if I speak in the tongues of men 
and of the angels, but if I, I have no love, I become a sounding brass or a tingling camel. So if you don't have love, then whatever you do, you should be doing in the love of God. You should be doing in the love of God. So it becomes an iniquity. So when you submit yourself, it, the submission to God should be through love. You should love him. You should love him. You just think, if, if love is not coming, you just see, uh, think, what would have been your faith if you were not with God? If you were not with God, what would have been your state? You would, I, would, I wouldn't have been living in this world. I'm, I'm very, very sure about it. Because of my, my, my bad ways, I would have gone below this ground by now. But this is only because of God. Just imagine what God has done, suffered for you in the cross. Then immediately the grace will be abounding on you. And when the grace comes, you will have the power to overcome sin, to overcome death, whatever be the situation. Uh, so, uh, Matthew 7.15 says, uh, 7.15 says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. The false prophets, we have to be very careful because of this time. All even during, during Jesus, just after Jesus' time, there were so many false prophets we, we read in Acts. Now it is multiplied and multiplied because they get access. False prophets, you have to understand that they are a tool in the hands of anti, anti, Antichrist. They are a tool. It is one of the Antichrist himself who talks to us. So whatever it is not from God, you should have discerning capacity. You should, you, should have the, uh, you should have the knowledge and wisdom that comes through only through grace. So then only you will be able to understand, to discern what is, uh, what is right and what is, what, is, what is truth and what is false. Uh, now, uh, in Matthew... Uh, uh, the, the next, next, next verse says that you will recognize them by their fruits. So how do you reg, reg, recognize the, uh, the uh, antichrist, the false prophet? Is by their fruit. They cannot have the fruit. They cannot have the fruit because their, uh, their, their uh, agenda itself is different. Their agenda within their mind when they approach you is different. They will only say that you will be blessed, you will be doing that, you will be doing that. Uh, he, he never, you know, uh, in Jeremiah 20, 23, 20, 22 says that. But if they, they means the false prophets, had stood in my counsel, they had caused my people to hear my words, and then they should have turned them from their evil way from their evil of their doings. So if it, if it was from God, it will be always, it wouldn't be just giving you happiness. When things are not going fine, they will say that you are blessed. That is a totally wrong thing because the person, 
the, the, the person himself, the person himself is not knowing God properly. I have seen many uh, prophets coming to my relatives who was a very rich person. He used to come there and he used to bless him. He doesn't, my relative doesn't know him. But only thing is he is so rich that even if he gives a small amount, it's a big, big, big amount for them. So it is, it is not like that. So now, uh, about that, it says in Matthew, uh, uh, the same chapter, 21st verse, uh, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And 22nd verse, on that day, many will come and say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Cast out demons in your name and do many mighty things in your name. And 23rd verse says, I will then declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. All these are works of iniquity. If it, is, if it is not from God, it is not from the godly love. Most of the things that we do is iniquity. Now, Eli's, Eli's sons, for that, for, that, for that matter, Eli's sons were wicked, and they never knew God. We read in 1 Samuel, 3rd chapter, uh, 13 and 14, for they have told him that I will judge his house forever for iniquity, which he know, because his sons made themselves wicked and restrained them not. Here what it says is, Eli uh, uh, did not restrain their children when they were going in the wrong direction. This is all for us to think about it. You know, when children are the herit heritage of God. So when they have given, when God has given the child to us, it is our duty to see that they are properly guided. Now, the next verse says, Therefore I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house, iniquity of Eli's house, shall not be toned by, for, by sacrifice or offering forever. Eli was heading the ministry, but he never knew how to guide his children. He never knew how to say no to his children. Uh, we read in the same chapter that the word during that time, third, third chapter, first verse, it says that uh, the word of the Lord was rare in, in those days. Rare in those days. Keep a watch on that. How much time that we are spending on the word. On the word. Because from the word, God wants to talk to you. How much time you spend on, on the word. Uh, now, uh, the next thing is, uh, the, next, the next thing is that during that time, he did not have vision. It is mentioned there. Word and vision. He did not have word and vision. When the word and vision is not there in our house, children go take their own way. You never know uh, after what uh, the children are coming back after doing what all, what, all, what, what all things. 
They just, just come in. You know, children are a heritage of God. You need to, re you have to spend time with them. You need to see that the children, they are going, they are walking in the will of God. You, we, it is our responsibility. It is our first priority, first responsibility. We are praying for the womb. The same way it is important that we take care of our children. It is very, very important. Uh, so, First uh, John three eight b says, "Son of God, son of son, son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil." I would like to use it in a different manner. That son of God, son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. How how he will dis destroy the, de the the works of the devil? How he would do that? He would go and work in your mind, in your spirit. He will take away the virus, the devil, out. Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can do that. He can just take that thing out. Today you are a sinner. You are counted as a sinner. You are smoking. You are drinking. You are going here. You are going there. Tomorrow, when you come, when people see you, you are holding a Bible to your chest and walking. And when you meet people, you have a different, different attitude altogether. This is Christ. I had the same experience. It was only a minute that changed, that changed, changed, changed my attitude. And I was able to see people in a totally different uh, different uh, under, understanding. Till that time, I was not knowing that I was a sinner. But when you see Jesus, He is the image of the invisible God. He is the image of the invisible God. If you understand Jesus in the right sense, it will help you to walk in this world in light. Uh, he will put, I have just used this, the best operating system for you to work. Everyone now knows op the operating system, without which a com com computer won't work. He will give you the best operating system, which is the love. You work everything in love. No iniquity will come to your house. No iniquity will be there in your lips. Uh, then he gives, I just uh, added this also, he gives you a very good antivirus, which is grace. Which is grace. You know, when we are full with grace, nothing, nothing can conquer you. Nothing can conquer you. You have full authority of your flesh. The flesh cannot overtake you. At any situation, you are, a, you are a man led by the spirit, not by the flesh. There, there was a criminal. I just want to give you this uh, short story. There, uh, there was a criminal who, 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 who used to uh, do all kinds of crimes. But when he's caught, he used to have only... Many times he does only once he's caught. And at that time, he used, he used to have an advocate. 
and he used to go to that advocate and say this is this is this is my case and uh, i uh, this is this is my case and immediately what happens is the advocate is so good that he takes the uh, law and interpret in such a such a manner and he comes out so this happened two three two three two three times and one one time he had a summon and he forgot about it he just kept it in his table but suddenly when he was searching something he saw the summon and when he looked at it tomorrow is the date of the summon that he has to appear before the court immediately he uh, called uh, the uh, the advo advocate and the advocate he said everything and he said tomorrow is the thing that you have to go you have to go and appear so there was an answer from the advocate that he is promoted as a judge he is promoted as the judge he is no more an advocate and tomorrow for the case he he will have to face the judge the same judge now we have jesus christ as our advocate we have the advocate as jesus christ tomorrow the same word if we are dead finished the same word will be judging us will be judging us we have to stand before his throne he was a kind advocate before now he is no more he is sitting in the throne of in in the in the in the throne and he is a judge so we have to be always careful that we have an advocate right now this is the time not tomorrow this is the time that we need to understand and we need to what is the will uh, for you and we have to change ephesians uh, uh, we'll skip that because of the time uh uh Uh, it it says in here uh if if Ephesians 5:1 says be therefore followers of god as dear children as dear children not uh we should follow as not as children as dear children children and dear children is different you have to understand the difference between the children the normal children and the dear children the dear children will always look for his father's will what does the father like so we should be acting like a dear children the normal children they wouldn't see what the father likes he 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 might say something and he will just do it but dear children is not like that dear children will look into what his father likes uh, who who can under, understand his errors this is my question uh, 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 the, the psalms uh, 20, uh, 19 uh, 12 says that who can understand his errors psalms 32 5 says i acknowledge my sin this, this 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 is a verse that it says that i acknowledge my sin and my iniquity i have not hid i said i will confess my transgressions unto the lord and thou forgave the iniquity of my 
sin. Now, if there is any sin in you, if you want to raise up your hand, if you want to raise up, I'll just wait for a second. If, you, if someone wants to raise up and join, kindly raise up. If what you have heard has pricked your heart, just lift up your hand. I'll, we want to pray with you. Hope everyone is without a sin. Uh, then, we'll uh, read that. First John 3, 3 says, And every man that has hope in him purify himself. Now, even if that we, we were not able to raise up our hands, God is loving. God, just uh, as ev uh, re uh, read that verse, And every man that has hope in him purify himself as he is pure. So you, we always give summit unto him and God will make you a man who can stand at any point of time. Not bothered others will see. If it is a mistake, it will be like David. Just fall on the ground. It is my mistake. And he will have the courage and you will be given the courage and strength to stand for Christ in the coming days. Let's all stand up and uh, just sing a chorus. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments Spotless are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood in the soul-cleansing blood?
Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5. And I'll read the first part of it. Every word of God is pure. The Amplified Bible puts it as, Every word of God is tested, refined, found pure. Today we started with a question. Who can understand his errors? You and me. That question is for you and me. It was not a rhetorical question. It is a question that you and me need to answer. If you and me need to understand our errors, go to the Word of God. That's where we get wisdom. That's where we get understanding. The pure, undiluted Word of God, the pure, uncorruptible Word of God will speak directly to you and to me. Is that what we are doing today? Ask yourself that question. When was the last time you opened the Word of God to meditate directly from the Word of God and get your understanding for daily living from the Word of God? Today, the Word of God comes to us in diluted forms in social media. Has that become your Bible? Ask yourself that question. Because God has told us today something very clearly, that He wants you and me to have wisdom and understanding. Wisdom and understanding comes from the Word of God. And God wants us to have that for one reason. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, righteousness in the earth. For in this for in these I delight, says the Lord. So it's the Lord who says that he wants you and me to understand and to know him. Church, you have listened to the word of God for the last 45 minutes. Talk to God right now. If you need to commit time, if you need to say, yes, I need to go back to studying the word of God, if my wisdom has to come from the Word of God and I haven't spent time. Talk to God right now. Talk to God right now. Because that is an error that we are living in today. We do not take the pure, unadulterated Word of God. Talk to Him. Father, we thank You right now, Lord Father, that once again You have clearly told us, Lord Father, that we need to search for wisdom and understanding. And you have already put that into your word, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, 
that every one of us will see the errors of our ways, Lord Father. We will turn to you. We will turn to your word. We will take our instructions directly from your word, Lord Father. Speak to each one of us, Lord Father. Father God, let your word be life to me, Lord Father. Let your word bring life into my living, Lord Father. Let your word bring correction where correction is needed. Father God, discipline me through your word, Lord Father. Give me that wisdom and understanding that my life on this earth will be pleasing unto you, Lord Father. That you will find me acceptable, Lord Father. That we will be holy and righteous in our living, Lord Father. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have spoken to us this day, Lord Father. Father, I pray, Lord, that every one of us here, Lord Father, would have heard your word. And as we started with a prayer, Father God, you would have hammered it into us, Lord Father. That it would have penetrated deep into us, Lord Father. That the hardness of our heart would have been hammered, Lord Father. And you have broken it, Lord Father. Father, we thank you, we praise you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your servant whom you have used this day, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will continue to give him greater wisdom and understanding of your word, Lord Father, that every time he comes here to share with us, Lord Father, he will bring us deeper truth that you are giving to him, Lord Father. Father, we thank you, Lord. We ask that you bless him and his family, Lord Father. Father, once again, we thank you, Lord, that in your love and your grace for us, Lord Father, you have chosen to teach us this day. Help us to be worthy learners, Lord Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we share the grace, just a notice to all those um, newcomers who have been with us from December of last year, please remember that today there is a meeting set up for you. It's a lunch meeting set up for you in Bethel. Uh, which is our church office, so please do come across if you have any issues about finding the place. Talk to any one of the leaders and we will guide you across to Bethel. So immediately after this service is the newcomers uh, lunch meeting at Bethel, right? Church, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless your church. Let's fellowship outside.